Da'olim are a little bit nervous with Rosh Hashanah coming up because the Da'olim are asking as follows, you know, many people borrow money throughout the year, many people work throughout the year. And the question is whether or not Shmita this year, being the end of Shmita, is going to cancel out any of the loans that you have and any of the money that you are owed. So, for example, if you worked over the summer and somebody owes you money and they say, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it to you, whatever it is, I'll get you the money. You don't have the money now. At the, this Rosh Hashanah, is Rosh Hashanah this year going to take out all of the loans, what we call Shmitas Sofim. Okay, it's a very unique halacha. It's a very unique halacha that only applies every seven years. We did discuss it in a small way last year before Rosh Hashanah, because according to some Rishonim, it was the beginning of Shmita. But as we will see, it applies at the end of Shmita. So if, for example, you have a roommate that you lent him a hundred shekel, and he'll pay you back, hundred dollars, he'll pay you back. I'm not worried about that. Comes along Shmita, and Shmita will cancel the loan, right? You guys are learning Makas, you see that from there also. Now let's understand that from a very practical level, because it's very, very negated to many, many people. Right, sitting in this room right now, people that number one borrow or lend, people also that are owed money for working purposes. If you owe, if you have a bank and you put money in a bank, how does this apply to you? And so on and so forth. So Lemaisa like this. There is a machlokes without going into too much detail about Shmita because I'm not going to go into it in so much detail, maybe after Rosh Hashanah, but Isa Hashem, Belineda, we may discuss a little bit, that's Nagea to Shemitah here in Eretz Yisrael, for example, the Indian of fruit still being Gedusha Shviyas, maybe even Sfichim, there's lots of different ideas that we may have to discuss, which are still relevant for us here in Eretz Yisrael. But this is Nagea to everyone, both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Laaretz, as we will see. Now there is a Machlekes Rishonim, if Shmita Bizman Hazet, is a Da'oraisa or a Durabonon. Okay, the Balaita and the Ramban held that a Shmita Bizman Hazet is a Da'oraisa. However, Roiv Rishonim, including Rashi and the Rambam, and the Maisa, as I in the Torah, Shulchan Aruch, Halach, and the Maisa, Shmita Bizman Hazet is a Durabonon. Now, it makes a huge nafkamina. Not because, oh, it's only a durabonon, what's the big deal? But no, it's going to make a nafkamina for today's halacha, which again, people don't know a lot about this halacha. They assume things when they don't know exactly what the details are. So first of all, there's a very interesting chinuch. The chinuch says that over here, both men and women are obligated in Shemitah's Ksafim, even though, says the chinuch, it's a mitzvah says mangurama, which generally women are potter from. Over here, the chayv, ayin shom, and the minchas chinuch, and other rishonim and achorin, and they explain exactly what is going on and why. That we're not going to go into. Now, it's an important idea to remember, shmitas ksafim is not pshat, that when Rosh Hashanah comes in, you have to do or say something in order to make your loan cancelled or not cancelled for that matter. It doesn't, doesn't go that way. The way it works is Afghasa Damalka, which means it's automatic. That means the moment Rosh Hashanah comes in, every loan is automatically cancelled. And therefore, you are no longer allowed to go and claim that loan and ask for that money that you lend that person back. That's how it works. By the way, it's not only money, Raf. It's not only money. It applies also to food. 
That means if you lend your neighbor food, right? I'm not going to go now into the Shaila about ribis. When you lend a neighbor food and they pay something back a little bit more, generally that's not going to be ribis. But when you lend a neighbor food, and this could be very negay, by the way, because Erev Rosh Hashanah, it's busy, it's Yontov, there's a two-day Yontov, people are busy cooking, you need a couple of potatoes, you need some onions, you need some eggs, whatever. I'll go after Yontov and I'll pay you back. It's Yontov anyway, what are you doing? You're not going to start cooking on Yontov Rosh Hashanah afternoon. You don't need your eggs. Give me the eggs, I'll give it back to you afterwards. Boom. That's it. Shemitah's Ksofen comes along and cancels out the loan. That means by you, the neighbor, going to claim your eggs or the milk or whatever it is that you borrowed, you are over Anissa. So that's why a person has to be very careful to make sure that he knows these halachas and what to do about them. Otherwise, he's over Nisurim that he wouldn't even realize right after Rosh Hashanah, he's claiming loans that he's not even allowed to claim, which is obviously a big, big problem. The Gemara in Gitin Abad Ches tells us clearly, it applies also to Chutz Loretz, because it's not a Choyvas HaKarka, it's a Choyvas HaGuf. Most of Schmidt is a Choyvas HaKarka, it applies to the ground, right, to the actual, to the soil of Eretz Yisrael, which is why only in Eretz Yisrael is it Negea, Fruits and vegetables that are the Kedusha Shviyas. Whereas, over here, I'll show we're dealing with what? It's on the mensch, it's on the Benodom, it's on the human being. And that applies whether you are here or whether you are in Cambodia. It makes absolutely no nafkamina. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Now, when does it start? Now, as I told you originally, some hold, it's the beginning of Shemitah, which is why, if you were here last year, you remember, we did something right after our Torah Sadorim last year, Erev Rosh Hashanah. However... Uh, most Rishonim hold, and the Sifri Paskins, and the Maisons is how we Paskin, that it applies at the end of Shemitah, and that's now. Which means this Rosh Hashanah is the end of Shemitah. This is where we have Shemitah's Ksofim being Negea in that case. The Rosh, for example, we, sp- we spoke about this last year, the Rosh in Gitin says that already from the beginning of Shemitah, it's Osa to actually collect any loan in that case. That means even though they agree the release effect happens at the end of Shemitah, but the Issa to collect your loan to ask for the money back, Zuk Rosh, is already the beginning, which is why we did what we did last year. But Al-Kaponim over here, Lekula Yalma, everyone agrees that this Rosh Hashanah Haba is going to be affecting Shemitah's Sofim, which means anyone that's owed money, borrowed money, or the like, or food, is going to be cancelled. Now the Rambam says, the Gemara says this, but the Rambam paskins Allah Maisa, that even if a person comes along and says that, right, the lender for example says, I don't want Schmitter to cancel this loan, I'm lending money almanas, that Schmitter will not cancel, it doesn't work, you guys are learning it in Magus now, the Rambam paskins Allah Maisa, that it does not help to make any stipulations when it comes over here. Now what happens if the borrower wants to return the debt in other words, the, we understand the lender can't ask for the money back after Rosh Hashanah. But the borrower says, listen, I would like very much to pay you back. I borrowed money. I would like to pay back. So this is Mufurish and Mishnah, beginning of Perik Yud and Shviz, that if the borrower comes along after Shmita to pay it back, the lender has to say, I'm sorry, you are potter. Shmita has come along. Shmita's Ksofim has been in effect. You are potter. You do not have to pay me the money. If the borrower, if the, if the borrower says, I don't care, I still want to give it back. So Chazal tell us, again, Mufurish, that 
that you're allowed to accept it because it's a gift. Well, you want to give me $100 as a present? No problem, I'll accept your $100 as a present. But you're not paying back the loan because there is no loan anymore, right? It's not a shtick. It's simple. Shvita cancels it out. You want to pay me back the loan because you feel bad? It's a present. You're welcome to give me a present and I'm obviously welcome to accept it without any problems whatsoever. Moving on, Rabbi Sai. What about, and this is very, very common, Shaila. What happens if you have credit in a store? What din does that have? Right? People go to stores here and there. It's sort of very common. You go to local market, you have an account over there, the kids go there, whatever it is. And now it comes to paying back the loan, you know, sukkah's time after sukkah's. It's been after Rosh Hashanah. I have credit in a store. What din does that have? So the Tosefta in Shvius brings down that money owed to the store, if you have account in that store, is not cancelled by Shemitah. That means you are absolutely obligated after Shemitah to go and return the money and that you owe, that you basically have, you didn't really borrow money, it's not really called a loan, there are many reasons why specifically, but the main and simple reason is, it's not a loan. The store is not giving you money as a loan, and you're paying it back. You're buying on credit that you owe them, and therefore you have an obligation to pay that back afterwards. Now this is very negated, to ask the Kesef Mishnah, discusses this by Rikas on the Rambam, and that is like this, a worker, and this is what we started with, any of you guys that worked in the summer, or any time for that matter, and your boss owes you money for the work that you did, he owes you a salary, he owes you for the work that you did, and he hasn't paid you yet, and he says, don't just give me a couple of months till I get the money together, I'm going to send it over to you guys, don't worry, it's going to work, then in a Hanami, then the question is after Rosh Hashanah, are you allowed to accept it, are you allowed to ask for it, is he allowed to give it, that's the Shaila. So the Kesev Mishnah says, and we pass in like this, La'alacha, that um, a money that is owed for work that was done is not considered to be a loan, and therefore if it's not a loan, it's like credit in a store, simply because your, um, your, your boss didn't, you know, you didn't lend him money, he didn't lend you money, he owes you money for work that you've done. He hasn't lent you anything. That's the same idea as credit in a store, and therefore it is absolutely obligated in all the regular obligations after Schmitter continues. Now, Rabbi, so let's get a bit practical. So these are the general halachas that are negaya. These are the halachas that are negaya, which are important. Again, like I told you, this could be negaya in Issa, Alisa de Rabbonin, for sure, that a person goes to his roommate after Rosh Hashanah and says, do you remember I lent you a hundred shekel when we were buying falafel or in this farm store? I want the money back, right? Or, like I told you, a neighbor that you borrow potatoes or eggs from, right? How many people, how many neighbors are over on this Issa without even realizing it applies to eggs? Go around asking the Kodal guys. They, you know that it applies to eggs? They have no idea. They applies to money. Sofim, Sofim article says Sofim is money. So obviously it means money. Who said it's talking about eggs and milk and cheese and everything else and potatoes? Oh, but the mice of the Olam have to know that it applies to products as well. So what do we do, Lemaisa? What do we do, Lemaisa? So it's very simple. If at the end of the day, before Rosh Hashanah, the lender comes along and hands over all of his debts to the Beistin, in other words, basically he gives his loan to the Beistin and asks them to collect the loan, so then Schmitter will not go along and cancel that loan. Why? Because Schmitter only cancels that loan from an individual, not to a base then. How that works exactly, we're not going to go into, because obviously it's going to take us too long. But that is the situation. By the way, there are many people that have a minig to lend some money, or, or even food. Dafka, between the prusbo, which we'll discuss, and Rosh Hashanah, so that they are yaitza, this mitzvah of Shmitz Ksafim, and the money or the food that he lent will be cancelled. 
So there are people that do that. In other words, right before Yom Tov on Rosh Hashanah, they will lend the neighbor a couple of eggs, or they'll lend someone 20 shekel, and then Shmita will cancel it out, and they won't be able to get it back. And they say, Gavadiga Mitzvah, which we don't have an opportunity every day to be Mikhaim. It's once in seven years opportunity. Beautiful thing to do. Again, do you have to? Absolutely not. It's the same shine that the Chinuch has. Is a person meant to buy Chomets before Pesach to be Yotz the Mitzvah of Tashpisu, of destroying it? Because if I don't have any Chomets, I can't destroy anything. Maybe I should get Chomets in order to destroy. That's the Chinuch Shaila, which we're not going into. But I'll go part of over here. Many people have a Minik, Dafka, and right before Rosh Hashanah, to lend, you could do this in yeshiva, very simple. Lend one of your roommates, lend one of your friends, uh, a, a, something smaller, a chocolate or whatever it is, a packet of chips, whatever. Kamaldik. And Yeritzik Schmidt has now cancelled it out. Not giving it to him, but we're talking about lending it to him. Now, by the way, how are we going to get out of this in a way that's very Nagea? Because I don't necessarily want Schmidt to cancel out a loan of $100, $1,000, or $10,000. What am I meant to do? So here we have something called the Prisbal, which we discussed last year this time. We did it because we wanted to be Yaitza, some of the Shittas have shown him. But over here, it's the Kula Alma, and it's very, very important. Lemaise came along, came along Hillel Azokin. And Hillel Azokin understood, and he saw what was going on. He saw that the Olam Poshuk were not lending money to each other because they were worried, no, 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 I'm not lending you money because Schmidt is coming along. Now that was causing a big problem for the Aniyim. The poor people were losing out. People that needed money were losing out because people were not lending money. Because after, after all, I don't want to lend money if I'm going to lose it. So therefore, Hillel came along and made a Takana, something called a prosbol. A prosbol basically means, and again, we can go on and on about this, but I'm just giving you the Rashi. Prokim over here. A prosbol basically means, as we said before, if you hand over your loans to Bastin, then Bastin are allowed to collect them for you because Schmitter only cancels out an individual loan, not one that's made to Bastin. Once Bastin had the Rishus to collect it, it belongs to Bastin, and made it, you're allowed to collect it. So a prosbol basically means is I'm giving it over. Now, everybody asks, right, starting from the Gemara in Gittin Daflamid Vov, how is it possible, for the Gemara, for Hillel to be masakin something, which is a Rabbon, and obviously it can't be more than that, to come along and be Mavatala Daraisa. There's a Pasuk in the Torah that says that you're not allowed to go and collect your loans after Shemitah, and comes along Hillel and says, no, it's okay, you write a piece of paper, get three people after, you know, everyone to sign it, you're good to go. Slicha! To Abonan, to Araisa, famous Kasha in the Gemara and Beitza, the Gabi Erevin, by the Gabi Erev Tavshilin, same Kasha as well. But Al Kaponim has already the Gemara in Gitin already, right? Everybody asks this Kasha. Many answers. Let me just give you one or two of them. Number one, nowadays, as we said, we shame Roy, we shame him, the Rambam, uh, Rashi, and that's how we pass in the Torah as well, pass in this way, and that is Shmita's Drabonon. Since Shmita's a Drabonon, the Mela came along Hillel, and he's allowed to do that. And someone is saying, Lemaisa, the reason is because based on have the right, right, to make something hefka, and therefore they have the right to make something, they have the right to do this, even though it's a daraisa, based on have the right. And again, this requires obviously a lot of explanation, which we're not going into. Now, what's important to know for everyone, I'm not, can I take, I'm going to take it afterwards, because I'm trying to cram everything into one thing. Is that okay? No, you're No, no. After principle, then you can, because then you lend afterwards. That's why after the principle, they lend afterwards, because that's not included in the principle. Yeah? Okay. Now, Rabbi Sai, the problem is, the Hillel was Masak in principle if you own Karaka. Well, how this works, Shibbat Karaka, we're not going into. But the, uh, the basic idea is, only if you own land, can you write a principle, can it be Chal, and therefore, Shmita will not cancel out the loan. So wonderful. 
any of you that own land in Eretz Yisrael, then that will be Gavaldic. No problem, you own land. What if you're a yeshiva bacha? If you're a yeshiva bacha, what din does a yeshiva bacha have? So Shlomo Zalman was mechadish gavaldik echedish mincha shleima. He brings down that a yeshiva bacha that is allowed, that has permission to use the yeshiva premises to sleep in. He has rights to the dormitory. He has rights to sleep. He has dalad amas over here in the dormitory. Zalman. He can number one sleep there. Number two, he can store his things there. And therefore, that is considered to be that he has land, and therefore, a principle will work. Be careful that if you live in a different country than the lender or the borrower, you're in Eretz Yisrael. He is in America, and obviously Rosh Hashanah comes in, sometimes seven, sometimes more, depending on you are hours different than you writing the principle. Make sure you write it at a time that both of you in both time zones are going to have a principle. Now again, over here in Yeshiva, and in most places in the world, they do it Erev Rosh Hashanah, after Atoros Nadorim, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, after davening in the morning, which is what we do here, which is what probably at 9 o'clock, whatever time it is, which is for sure good in most time zones in the world, and therefore you are probably going to be okay. When you write the prusbal, which is what we are going to be doing, we are essentially giving over our loans to Beistin. Once they're given over to the Beistin, Schmidt is not going to cancel it. And that applies both to money and both to products. If you want to be Yitza, a mitzvah in a different form, like I said, some of a minute, after the prusbal, to go and borrow, to give something to someone as a loan, Schmidt will cancel it out, and obviously you don't ask for anything back. And for Mekandis Halacha, for Yitza Gavaldiga, a unique Halacha that applies specifically to this year, Mitzvah tomorrow, brand new Sugya, have a wonderful day.